Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Justin the Food Entrepreneur Show. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. For anyone who's out there, if you want to find this show and the other shows that we do, you can find us on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. You can also find this show at on Instagram at Justin the Food Entrepreneurs. You can DM us there if you have any questions for the entrepreneurs that are on the show or you want to be on the show, feel free to reach out. You can also find me personally at Justin Bizarro on Instagram, Facebook, and Threads. I am, I can't have any more friends on Facebook. I hit the 5,000 limit. I appreciate everyone around the world Facebook friending me uh, and requesting friends, but I can't have any more on there. So, but you can find me there if you want to uh, chat or whatever, but Instagram is probably the way to go. If you want to get uh, my content, since everyone keeps asking and yes, I'm grown. My Instagram account is growing pretty rapidly. So that's kind of cool. Uh, to watch. It's taken a long time to do that. The show, though, interestingly, the podcast that we're on has grown much faster and much more rapidly than my Instagram. So go figure that out. Um, For anyone who's out there, you know, it doesn't directly lead. Your podcasts don't lead to your social media growing. It just doesn't happen. You have your podcast fans and you have your social media fans. So at least that's my experience. But anyway, we have Sam back. For episode number seven, or part seven of his, not episode number seven, it's episode like 270-something, I believe. And But we're going to talk about a few things. We talked about food truck last time. We talked about building a brand. We talked a lot about integrity. So Sam from Roll em Up to Ketos out of Chino Hills, California, you're back. You got your car charged. How are you doing? Yes. Doing great. Great. And always uh, great to be here with you. So, yeah. thank you very much for having me. You're very welcome. So, Sam, I just I have a lot of questions around this, and it's interesting. I think that the reason these questions are coming up is because most food businesses right now are having trouble finding high quality employees. And we talked a little bit about it in the last episode how important integrity is. But like, let's talk about this a little bit from. From your experience, you've been doing this a long time. You've operated. You've been a district manager. You've worked for In-N-Out Burger and um, Dave's Hot Chicken. Roll them up to Keto's now, and there's various other ones in your history. But um, raising canes, and um, but what would you say the hardest thing is about what? Why is it so hard to find quality individuals right now to work for your business? Man, I've been uh, very, very fortunate and blessed to work with great people. And um, again, I think I've said this before, it is an absolute compliment when those folks uh, follow you from place to place. And, you know, I've been very, very fortunate. I've, I haven't had the issue where we've, we've knock on wood, we, I've never had a call recruiter. And uh, we get a lot of calls from recruiters, and we can help you find and source people, and it's, it's tough out there. I've been very, very fortunate to have worked with some people that, um, that we continue to grow with one another, and um, we continue to work really hard at multiplying ourselves. And um, when we are interviewing people, 
one of the things that I was taught a long time ago is when you're interviewing somebody, one of the things that you should be really contemplating is, is this a possible manager in your business? Is this a leader in your business? And um, whether I'm talking to somebody that's 16 years old or, you know, whatever age that individual may be, we're always looking for does this individual, can this individual show that they uh, have a positive influence uh, in, in with others? So um, for us, I again, I'm going to knock on wood. We've been very, very fortunate where we haven't thought that there's a lack of, of great people out there. As a matter of fact, I think one of the things that we focus on is continuing to build leaders and uh if there's any opportunity out there right now is that i feel like that that's where the shortage is at is um creating leaders and if you create a leader within your business in any industry that leader one one of their one of the key um characteristics that we look in in those type of leaders is that they have a passion for growing people, that they have a passion for dedicating a lot of their time into developing others. And, um, we do this, we, we see, uh, talent in, 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 in individual, we see that they have positive influence. We see that they have integrity and we start the process of developing this individual from going from a regular team member to now a leader. And we start uh, explaining them and, and starting off with leadership 101. What is leadership? How do we take them through this process? And it's, it's similar to when somebody takes a first bite of, of a, you know, of a great meal, you just can't have one bite. You got you keep going back, back, and, you, and it's it's so the craving of that product, right? You want to keep going back and, and getting more of it because it just tastes so good. When we start the developing uh, the development process of a leader, and you give them a book or you sit down with them and you're going through some uh, some training. You can see it in their eyes. You can tell that they just can't wait for the next leadership class. And they're doing their research. And now they start following, you know, people that talk about leadership on Instagram or on YouTube or they're watching videos. And now they're coming up to you and going like, hey, have you heard of this person? Right. So for us, we don't feel like there is this black hole where great people just disappeared and, and, uh, and COVID ate all these great people. No, I feel like there's always great people that are coming up. They just want to be inspired and they want, you know, there's, uh, just recently I, I, I was reading something that, um, I was reading something, I was listening to a book and, uh, you know, the different, uh, ways to, to, uh, to really impact others, right? 
could be motivational, inspirational, that's in spirit, that's from Ed Milet, and then also aspiration, right? And um, he, he did such a great job of explaining all three. And I, I really think that like when you are, you know, not only catch them in spirit as being inspirational, but aspirational, you're working shoulder to shoulder with them. You're, you're going through, uh, through some great uh, just bonding with one another in, in your workplace. And you want to develop this individual and you take it upon yourself to multiply leaders. Right. And um, I think that is such a, a fun thing to do. It's, it's really exciting. I look for multipliers. We are constantly looking for multipliers. We are a brand that is uh, absolutely focused and driven to, to multiply leadership. What do you think? Um, what do you think? I mean, I, I love Ed Milet. Arite Syndicate, obviously, I've been in it for almost five years now. And so, and maybe even six years, it's hard to believe that it's been that long. So, I mean, I love that. Um, but, like, what would you say, like, the best leadership skills are for an individual that runs a restaurant? Like, if you're recruiting someone to be your general manager of Roll 'em Up Taquitos, what are the leadership skills you think are necessary? Um, well, we have a list that we uh, that we look at often, and um, we have 26 different characteristics that we look in in a leader, and that we look for in a leader, and that we are committed to to growing them in those different areas and um so we uh we hold this very close to us and uh we really work hard to number one identify talent identify talent from the very first interview that we have with them and then grow them in these different uh different areas how do you do that? How do you grow your leadership quality within Roll 'em Up? How do you get them to the level that you need them to be? Uh, you, number one, I love to see somebody in action. I love to see uh, when I was coming up in the restaurant industry, I loved it when my general manager was not just a general manager, they were a coach, they were a developer. They were a trainer and uh, they always found ways to make you better. So uh, you can do all the talking in the world. You can, you know, put up, you know, beautiful quotes in the back of the house and, you know, you, you can do all those things. But if you're a great personal example, man, that. That is just so damn impactful. When you are a great personal example, that's when you go from being a general manager to being a mentor, to being a coach, somebody that you're going to work really, really hard to make sure that you uh, you make them proud. And um, I, I, I often think back of 
you know, those individuals that really impacted my life and continue to impact my life to this day, they, uh, they didn't just talk to talk. They, they worked, they worked. And uh, there was a, a, a focus for them to make sure that if, if, you know, customer service was important to them, then they made sure that they did whatever they could to be a great personal example on, uh, of customer service. If it was quality, that they preached about quality, they, they, it was nonstop, right? Nonstop talking about quality. Every single time that Jaime came in, you knew he was going to expect even more from you and to make sure that you're always focused on quality. And when he taught you and the, the way that he looked at the product and then you know, different individuals that uh, have really impacted me were just great personal examples. And um, I think that, you know, folks, they look at that. They look at who you are, what you do, what you do at, at, at setting that example. I think that's a, a big part. That's what we look for in our leaders to make sure that um, that they're being great personal examples to that how they tend to a customer, how the life that they lead, uh, how they treat others, that they leave a, that they live a life of integrity. And um, when they make mistakes or they make the wrong choices that they learn and get better. And um, I think that's very impactful. So would you say a person's ability to learn is one of their best qualities to have in someone that works for you? Absolutely. It's on the list. Number 11, have to have a learning attitude. Have to have a learning attitude. You're always learning. You're always, you're, you're always a student. You're always trying to find ways to make this machine better. Well, I mean, how, I mean, do your employee, do they train often everyone? I mean, you talk about learning and, and it being such a important thing and the ability to grow yourself and have the humility to grow. We talk about it a lot, you and I, uh, even off of, off of here as we've built a friendship over the last, you know, shit, almost 10 months now as from when we started talking to doing the podcast and everything, but you and I talk about it a lot and, um, but your training programs, you're, you know, you're putting them on video. I think there's a lot of that you're doing within Roll 'Em Up Taquitos to grow your operators, to grow your employees. Will you talk a little bit about that? Like, what's your strategy there? How are you going about it? Why record it? So on and so forth. Yeah, you know, I'm not doing much of the teaching now. I really focus on key people that will multiply in their area of expertise and uh, it is the most gratifying uh, stage right now it's just so gratifying that now things that I was teaching to these key individuals that have a leadership role within our company are they're they're multiplying the lesson and they're doing it in a in a, a better way to connect with you know, our youth and it is so amazing and such a compliment when uh somebody's now 
doing the teaching and uh, I can uh, now I'm a mentor to the teachers that are teaching the, the, um, the class. So if we have a leadership class, it's no longer myself teaching it. It's me taking a seat and almost enjoying the process all over again. And, uh, and they're doing it a lot better than how I used to do it. And which is again, such a, such a compliment. So, um, I focus my attention on impacting those great leaders that are going to go out there and, and multiply themselves, uh, being a great, uh, listener to, to them and how I can support them. Um, they help me grow, uh, as we're doing this podcast individual is sending me several different text messages about a certain subject that they want to talk about and they, they want to grow and they want to grow the team and I'm growing with her. And, um, it is, uh, so awesome to be able to experience that. What's your favorite part about this? Like, what are you enjoying the most about training? What are you enjoying the most about the team you've put together? Like there's a lot there, right? So what are you enjoying the most about this? Having others, um, accomplish and, uh, accomplish their dreams. And that is for myself. It's something, somebody did it for me a lot of people did it for for me and my family when i'm able to provide my family and now these individuals are able to do something great with their lives and they're multiplying it um the most i I didn't want to you know i thought about and i wonder what i'm going to do when you know when i want to choose something different and i thought hey maybe a consultant or maybe this, maybe that. But no, I, my passion lies in developing others and developing others to achieve their dreams. And that is so gratifying. It is uh, something that just keeps giving back. And when somebody achieves and somebody does something great, man, I can't tell you how amazing that is. It is just so damn rewarding so uh, for myself i always want to continue to develop myself i want to keep learning and growing and also helping others to develop and 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 do you know and just keep multiplying what you know what's what others did for for myself How how do you know that you've found someone that's a good teacher, that's someone that'll actually be able to move on or teach someone else? Like you mentioned that. How do you know, like by watching them or, or what's your process to know? Because I agree with you. You want to teach in a way that allows others to teach. I mean, I think that's the most important quality. And the best leaders and managers are those who pick up things from the point of view of not learning it, but so they can teach someone else. So how do you identify those individuals? How do you know that they're the right individuals for the job? Like what's a key, couple key things you look for or how do you interview them or, you know, things like that? Yeah, yeah I, um, you know, we, we, I said it before, um, 
that they have positive influence on others. They have this magnetic connection where they're creating tools for these individuals. When that's that's when you know you have somebody extremely special. When they could pick up a book or go through a podcast or you know all these different ways to learn and grow but then they go hey from that i'm going to create a tool and i'm going to start utilizing this tool to make sure that i can help people be better at to be a uh, to be a better leader to be a better you know um restaurant uh manager so those are very special people that don't come often right where they actually can take a book and from that book they create a worksheet and they create a guide and they create steps for helping others that's when you found somebody like that is just different and um that's when you found somebody that's very special. And so in all of my years of in the, in the restaurant industry, I keep searching for those type of individuals that you give them something, but then they turn around and they even make it better than, than what you gave them. So um, that's really exciting when, when you find those individuals. I think one of the key things is as someone who has the personality or the attitude of leave it better than you found it, you Mm -hmm. know, definitely. like, because in the restaurant business, like things are messy all the time. And if you don't, and customer situations are worse, you got to make sure the customer is happier when they leave than when they came in, you know, that's hard to do, you know, very difficult. And it's crazy because most people ruin that experience. Most restaurants, most food businesses actually ruin that experience. It's not, even if they leave happy, it's not usually as happy as they came in. And so I, I really, as I do consulting and I and I started working with a lot of people, it's one of the things I always ask, Are you do your customers come in happier when they came in than when they left? Well, how do you do that? Well, it's the attitude, right? Number one, it's the attitude. How do you find the people with the right attitude? How do you train that attitude? How do you cultivate that attitude? And how do you build a personality or a group of core values in your business that make the individuals in the business grow or want to strive to make humans' lives better? It's like you said, it's that spreading of positivity, number one. Like no matter what things happen bad, it's a learning experience, okay? So how can you turn everything into a positive, okay? You know, I, I think keeping the unsatisfied, the unhappy, the the unfortunate, the people that always say they have bad luck, sorry, everyone. Like those people don't need to be in your business. They will drag down your business. Like that stuff is an infection and it's contagious. Um and and I know negative attitudes, guys, and I know lots of people put up with it in their businesses. It tears apart businesses. It tears apart stores. It tears apart franchises within franchise systems. It gives bad names. It allows bad things to happen. You know, you can always go in and tell the quality of a restaurant by the the or by the attitude of the restaurant by the quality it's in. 
you know, so if it, you go into one Wendy's and it's different than another Wendy's you go into, it has 100% with the attitude of the people operating and managing it. And I think that that's, you know, something that you do well, Sam, is you, 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 you do lift people up. Like, I think you do uh, inspire people. I think you do motivate people. I think people look to you for answers because you're a good leader. Um, and I think that when you, let's say you're in a bad situation at Roll 'em Up, you know, how do you pick up morale? How do you keep morale staying positive in a situation that could end up negative? Yeah. First of all, thank you so much, Humble, for what you shared. Um, uh, you really have to take a look at what's going on, and it's sometimes as easy as that one person, which is the general manager. The general manager is the most impactful person in, in the restaurant. He or she will create this environment of one that's uplifting and exciting, and it's goal-driven, and you can feel it, and the, this restaurant just continues to get better and better. And this individual, you don't, you know that there's, you know, hey, there's no way that this person's perfect. There, you know that there's, they're dealing with the same issues that we're all dealing with, right? But when they step foot into that restaurant, they have such a winning attitude and they just thrive they thrive and they lead their team with a, a positive energy the way that they hire the way that they train the way that they develop their folks the way that their folks are dressed it's just you could just feel it and what happens sales start to grow profitability grows Overall efficiency on a shift continues to grow. There's always opportunity, right? But uh, when you share those opportunities, they put it down on their notebook and they go after it. They don't spend time letting you know reasons why there was opportunities. They just say, perfect. What do you see? How can I do better? What, what did what could have the team done you know what could have the, the team done differently and they get that feedback and they go right back after it the very next day so when you look at a, a high performing restaurant is because you have a very high performing general manager that general manager owns everything that happens in that restaurant how they schedule, how they plan, how they look at their week, how they look at their month, right? In the quick service slash fast casual um, industry, you should know that there's patterns throughout the year. For example, tomorrow. There is a pattern that will happen tomorrow and this Sunday. And that's called NFL opening week. We do not play any football games at our restaurants. I am a huge NFL fan. 
So I'm either going to watch it at home, or I'm going to go to a restaurant that's showing the game. And we're all wearing the same color. Right? Well, if I'm not great at looking at the business and studying patterns, guess what's going to happen tomorrow, Thursday night, when the NFL opens? If you're not looking at patterns, you're going to be overstaffed and you're going to be overprepped because you didn't think about how this was going to impact my business. Or you're going to go, okay, if they're not coming into our restaurant because we don't have a TV showing the game, what we're going to do is we're going to focus our attention on all of our marketing platforms, on all of our social media, letting them know our product is ready for you and it can travel. Pick up a party pack of 25 taquitos and have it at your home for your family and friends to enjoy. Right? You have to know that Sunday's coming up and Sunday, every other team will be playing this Sunday. Opening week of NFL has an impact on your business. So if that leader isn't isn't thinking correctly, guess what's going to happen? They're going to run a higher labor. They're going to get that call like, hey, what happened last week? Why was your labor so high? Why were your prime costs off? Why did you order too much food? Right? But a great leader looks at further out. A great restaurant leader understands patterns, understands that, guess what? August, September is going to be that, you know, that time period where our sales are going to drop because kids are going back to school. Families are spending more money on back to school shopping. So the disposable income might not be there. Kids are not going to be out as late because they got to go to school the next day. If you're not thinking about this, those low-performing general managers, not leaders, general managers, are going to go and figure out and make the adjustments on labor probably sometime in October because they continue to keep scheduling in August and September the same way that they were scheduling in the months of June and July. So we prepare our leaders to think and understand understand patterns, understand great projections. We want them to be the Nostradamus of forecasting. And we praise them when they do a great job of forecasting their sales. Because if you do a great job forecasting your sales, you're setting your team up for success and for you to run a great restaurant. Now, I've been talking a lot about this, about restaurants, but we could be talking about any other industry. I'm not an accountant, but there's patterns in accounting, right? You have to know what January all the way through December looks like if you're a high-performing CPA, you have a formula for success. I have that in the restaurant industry because I've, I've had the great opportunity to work with great people that taught me the formula to success in the restaurant industry, but I could be talking about any other industry. If you're a student of the game, 
you're always looking for ways to improve and get better. We're 100% focused on developing our restaurant leaders to think that way, to understand how crucial it is to uh, have great forecasting, great projection, how, how you hire, when you hire, when you understand that you're, you will have turnover. You're going to have some turnover as these individuals are now going and now moving because they're going to uh, off to college, which is fantastic. You celebrate with them. You celebrate. When, when great people achieve something that their families are, are, are proud of them, we're proud of them. We're not trying to talk them out of going out in, in you know, higher education. No, we, we praise them for all their hard work to get to that point. And we know that if we are great employers, guess what? They're going to keep coming back and going like, hey, uh, I'm back for Christmas break. But can I work with you guys for a couple of weeks? Because I miss working there. I love working there. I feel special. So all that is dictated by a great general manager, a great general manager, but I should say a great leader that creates this environment where they're on spring break, they're on Christmas break, and they could spend it with their families at home, but no, they want to go back to the place where they just feel great. I like this. Um, I like this a lot. Will you just... Let, let's I mean it's 100% spot on what you're saying I don't even know I don't even want to add on to it because I don't want to take away from it um, I don't even know what to where to go from here um, I mean you have a lot of differences in personalities and, and differences in opinions that I'm sure that go on you're a growing business I mean how many employees does roll them up to Ketos have right now across the board do you know including the franchises uh, we're right around you know we have 15 locations including the food truck uh, each location rough uh, about 25 at each location so we're right around plus our corporate infrastructure so we're right around 400. Oh, that's pretty awesome. And how many locations do you have, including all your franchises? So we have 14 locations and plus one food truck right now. And how, I mean, how's that going for you? I mean, how does, I mean, is 400, like, how are you going to scale this? How do you train all these people? Is there, we talked about having trainers train, but is there like a roll them up to Keto's University? We are in the process of doing that now, where we started off on with leadership classes. We're starting, we also want to have for every single quarter, the goal is that we focus our attention on our up and coming managers, different levels, right? So we're looking at folks that want to grow into a leadership role. So these are individuals that are hourly, team members that want to go into a leadership role, then we have a certain set of classes for those individuals. And those are leadership classes. We are introducing them to leadership 101. The next step is once you do become a shift manager, what kind of development plan do we have for them at that level? The next one there is 
when you're going from shift manager to assistant manager. Now you're going to get a set of different classes as you go from that step. And then going from assistant manager to general manager, there's another set of classes, right? We also have classes for general managers that are looking to be multi-unit leaders. So it's a set of courses in different um, for tailored for those individuals, right? Um, that I've had the great experience to go through this process myself with the brand that I was with for 14 years. I got to learn how to deal with difficult team members, how to learn how to deal with, you know, customer complaints. This is all, all these classes here when you're first going into management. But as you move up in management, there should be different courses that can help you, similar to if you're going to college, you're going to start off with the 100, you know, your basic 100-level courses. Sophomore year, 200. Junior year, you're going through your 300-level courses. In your senior year in college, you're doing your 400-level courses that are uh, a lot more uh, tailored for you as you're getting close to finishing uh, your stay at, at a university level. So similar, we have to have those different type of classes for individuals uh, here at Roll'em Up. So currently in the process, we need to make sure that we brought on great individuals that can create these courses, that can um, have those courses ready for for our team. I love this because you know preparation uh, leads to execution, which leads to victory. And without training and without you know, there's a lot of things we've talked about: picking the right individuals, the right humans for the job, giving them the training they need to grow with that growing attitude. The planning, which is putting those trainings into play, okay? There's the food truck, which is going to find new markets to grow the business to allow the individuals in your business to grow. Because if you want to keep good people, you've got to have a growing business. You can't just be a stagnant business and expect to continue to have growth. Like the people that outgrow your business. If they're true growers, they're true learners, even with no matter how much loyalty there is, they will get resentful if they keep hitting a, a ceiling and they don't have the opportunity to grow, grow in salary, grow in benefits, grow in responsibilities, grow in leadership, grow in their management. And so it's good to be with a growing company, um, I, I would say. Um, what is the strategy or what's the game plan to keep growing beyond these 14? I mean, where are you guys looking to grow? You have obviously franchisees lining up. How are you going about all this growth? I know you've been on the road a lot to different places. You and I were just talking whether it's like Arizona or Las Vegas or, or wherever. So where is this growth happening and where are you looking the most to grow or where should we expect to find you guys? So we're currently uh, have added on some uh, great franchisees into the business. Uh, they're growing, as you mentioned, here in California, uh, in Arizona, in Nevada, uh, in Texas, and uh, really looking forward to different markets that we just signed on in Houston, Tucson, Arizona, going up to Utah, Salt Lake City, um, Nebraska. We just signed a great group of individuals there. But when we, uh, our focus is, 
as we add on these great folks, they add value to our entire company. And we get to learn from them as well. It's a, it's a great opportunity for us to learn from one another and to see how we continue to just add value to Rollamo Taquitos, right? So it's not just from the corporate level that we're going to be, you know, working with them to, to help them in their development and their growth. It's us learning from them as well. And, uh, you know, what ideas they can uh, share with us, what uh, best practices that they have um, that they, they're going to make our company better. So we're all learning and growing together. It's, it's not just uh, from our corporate headquarters uh, giving them the uh, leadership and support. It's, it's both ways. And that's a, a great, healthy uh, working relationship where we're all learning and growing together. I love it. Um, let's go back, and I asked this on the last episode really quickly, but how do you know, how do you find good franchisees? What are you looking for in a franchisee? What are you looking in from a group that comes along? We're looking for folks that are passionate about the restaurant industry, passionate about growing people. Uh, they are focused on when you grow your people, Everything else grows with it. You grow your people. You develop your people. Um, these folks are going to grow the business. They're going to grow sales. They're going to grow your community. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for folks that have a great track record of growing people and helping them uh, grow the business. So um, those are, you know, that that's what we're looking for. We're looking for folks that know and love the restaurant industry. Uh, love people and love to uh, when they when their people win they're winning and it shows shows everywhere shows on a PL, shows on sales shows on your Yelp scores your customers feel it it's a great product everybody wins when you're growing people yeah I agree with you um, Sam I just I want to give you the mic for a little bit um, you know, we, you have a lot of mentors. We talked about that before, you know, we, you mentioned Ed Milet and, and all of that. He's a great mentor of mine as well. And Andy Frisella for me, uh, particularly through error taste syndicate, but what for you, like, I just want to give, give you the mic. If you could help people out in the world right now, you could, you know, that we're in 140 countries and, and people hear us all over the world and there's a lot of people, you know, trying to get into franchises or they're trying to grow their businesses, excuse me and trying to I got the hiccups suddenly and um which is awful when you're trying to do a podcast and but let's talk a little bit about like if you could say anything right now what you're feeling right now and you know you would have a massive amount of impact with it what would it be i see so many folks and i've been that individual as an operator that uh helped brands grow and helped um, yet really focus on on helping a brand grow uh, I see so many hard-working individuals that and I think 
how can I help that individual that's currently a great leader and a great general manager that we talked about, right? That uh, their team is winning. I would love to find different ways to help that individual become an owner operator. That is something I've been thinking about. I've been dreaming about it because I, I think of a great individual that whenever I go to her restaurant, she does not act or work as a, a general manager. She is an owner. And I'm, when I see her, man, I, I want to figure out a way for her to take off that general manager hat and become their own owner operator. I've had the great opportunity to experience that. And, you know, for years I was a, a general manager and district manager. Man, the the taste of, of being an owner is just so special. And um, so when I look at these individuals and I watch somebody work and I watch how they take care of the customer, how much passion they have, for where they're working a huge goal of mine is to figure out how do i how can i help those great individuals that maybe they don't have the capital i know i i didn't have it i didn't have the capital i have all the i had all the know-how of how to run a a great restaurant and to uh, and that i'm very passionate about the restaurant industry very passionate about people um, and, and serving others, but I came from humble beginnings, right? And, um, I didn't have the capital to own until I found out that all my hard work and, and passion for this industry helped me, uh, helped me gain sweat equity. I want to find different ways to help those individuals that are great operators for them to become owner operators. That is an absolute passion of mine of trying to figure out how to make that happen. And uh, just imagine these hardworking individuals put in tons of hours every single week, every single month. They work on the weekends. You know, they uh, they do whatever they can to provide for their family. And they're in the hospitality industry, in the restaurant industry. You know, when folks are off, we're working. Weekends, we're working. Holidays, we're working. Nights, we're working. Halloween, we're working. Right? And they put so much into it. Imagine if you're able to help these individuals go from all their hard work and everything and all their pride that they put into what they do and helping them now become an owner operator and for them to get a taste of ownership. They've always been an owner in their mind. They were always an owner because they, they own every part of the business and they develop people and they take such great pride in helping others become better. And then imagine if, we're able to help those individuals become owner operators, become uh, founders of their own brand. Man, that would be uh, something that I would 
I lose sleep over that because I, I get so excited about how to how could I make that happen? Who can I surround myself with that can see this and can see that uh, that there's a great opportunity for great people out there to uh, to be owners instead of you know working their entire career, uh, moving up the ranks of going from you know, shift manager to assistant manager, assistant manager to general manager, general manager to multi-unit leader. Uh, and um, how about if those individuals go from general manager to owner operator? And now they can go back to their family and, you know, essentially their American dream of owning and um it comes to fruition. So, uh, being a um, American dreamer multiplier, that'd be pretty cool to put that down as a <laughs> as something that uh, if if I could achieve that, that'd be man uh, a pretty special accomplishment. It's uh, it's pretty incredible, uh, Sam. Thank you very much. Um, I'm gonna ask the last question. What is your inspiration and motivation every day to keep going? Hundred percent, my family. Hundred percent. Uh, the sacrifice that my parents did for my family. Um. Every single generation, it is uh, my goal that that I uh, help out my family, my extended family, and um, help set up uh, great lessons for my children, for them for them to be able to uh, provide their children with even better opportunities. Um, so that is my inspiration every single day. Um, when I work with these great individuals and I get to see them also improve their livelihood and, and their family and where they're able to provide more for their family, huge, uh, huge driver for, for myself. Very cool. Thank you, Sam, for coming on the show. Where can they find Roll Em Up Taquitos? Where can they find you? How can they get a hold of you? How can they get a hold of roll them up taquitos if they want to be franchisees how do they get a hold of you guys definitely we have uh some great people uh working with us that have put together some great tools you can visit us at roll them up r-o-l-l-e-m-u-p.com roll them up.com check out our website you can see all the different uh locations we have opening up if uh, you're interested in franchising, you can definitely go to our site as well. Uh, download our app. We are very, very proud of our app and uh, continuing to grow. I believe we're at 4.9 rating uh, on the uh, on Apple. So super excited about the great work that uh, our folks have done with our app. Uh, you can follow us on our Instagram at Roll'em Up and. Um, you can check out our great tasting food 
and great people that work with us on uh, on our app on our excuse me our Instagram for myself you can find me on LinkedIn and um, out at the restaurant so thank you very much for again this uh, great opportunity to sit down and talk to you Justin appreciate you always yeah and I have one last question that I forgot for you guys and someone asked this and I've actually had this question five times now weirdly over the last eight months is do you guys have a mascot do we have a mascot uh it's man um so funny that we're talking about this so uh we are coming up with a mascot we have a couple options uh not quite ready we might put it on our instagram to uh get some votes uh but we have two that we're thinking about um so Thank you for asking. Uh, we we're currently in the process right now. I don't want to. I don't want to say it just yet. But um, that's so interesting because I think a lot of people think that you have one, but I'm not sure that I. But they're they don't know if you actually do or not. So oh, that's funny. Um, that's really cool. Oh, man, actually, now, now, now I want to know. I want to know what, what they're thinking. Well, I've had a few people say, is it roll em up Pete's? roll em up Pete. I don't know why the name would be roll em up Pete, but that's one of the run. That's like two or three people have asked that question. Really? That's funny. That's not even close to something that's related to your food. So I don't know where that would have came from. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> we have a, we have a very funny guy, Peter, that works with us. But I don't think that we're doing that one. Yeah, I don't think so either. It's just I don't see how that's a character of your own. But it's uh, but people do frequent your your restaurants. I do know that after being on the show, I have received a lot of feedback of people that as they go to California, especially Southern California, they'll go all the way out to try to find you guys. And so, thank you so much. That's pretty cool. I myself was out in Pasadena not too long ago and had you guys deliver me some food. Um, and I will say that it was phenomenal. I loved everything, particularly the corn. I don't know why. And I generally do not like corn unless it's on the cob. I am not a corn fan at all. It's like peas. I, like I just I'll eat pea soup, but I do not like the texture of peas. I do not like the texture of corn. I don't like the... I don't know what it is, but your corn was out of this world. I got to say it was worth worth it. And Thank the churros, like I've been doing a lot of donut frying in my day. And I've got to tell you that those donuts are phenomenal. I'm, there's, what you're going to do is you're going to start a trend where people are putting churro donuts in like Dunkin' Donuts one of these days or in Krispy Kreme because I don't know if anyone's out there, if you want dessert, don't get a Krispy Kreme donut. Just order a bunch of churro donuts from Roll em Up Taquitos. Honestly, you, so you will not be disappointed. Um, thank you, Sam, again. Thank you, everyone in the audience. Please continue to share the episode. Please continue to give us five-star reviews, especially on Spotify or wherever else you're listening to this. Give us comments. Give us good reviews. Review the episodes. Share the episodes. Talk about the episodes. Share them with food entrepreneurs, people in the food business. There's a lot of things on here. And I will just tell you guys this. I have a listener. Okay. Actually, I'll give you another one since I've already used this one. I have another listener. His name is Andy. 
He, when he first started listening to this show, he was doing a hundred thousand, a little over a hundred thousand dollars out of his food truck. Okay, he now has four food trucks and seven different restaurants. Okay, and is doing multiple, multiple pop-ups for different concepts all over the country. And he's grown to almost $10 million in business, and he claims just by listening to all the people on this show. Okay, that's from $100,000 to almost $10 million. You guys can do the math there. Okay, that's 100x. All right, so what... Sam, what other people are doing on the show, what food entrepreneurs are doing, there is direct value, okay? There's other people on this show that have similar results. I wouldn't say as significant as the, uh, as Andy or as some of the other people I've mentioned, okay? And no matter how much I try, I can't get Andy on the show. So he doesn't want to come on the show. He wants to just learn from everyone. But I'm telling him he's got to give back for what he's learned, so I will keep working on him. But I will tell you guys that there are many, many businesses that are growing. There are different businesses. There's, you know, you know, a lot of different concepts that are out there that are starting to grow. But I will also say this. A lot of people are doing multiple different concepts and then growing them. It's not unusual right now. They're learning a lot from these shows. They're learning a lot of, of what's going on here. Okay. Nash Dogs. You know, Michael Spencer, great guy. His business is about to just double in one location. He listens to this show. He's been a, he's done multiple episodes, five episodes on this show. His business is about to go into the eight figures because of all he's doing and all what he's learning from this show. Trust me. What he's he's about to do some huge things in Nashville. So this is not just us saying it. This is not just a bunch of entrepreneurs on here sharing their advice. There's really, really valuable information on here that's going to help businesses grow. Just pay attention. It takes a long time. You need a notepad. You need to write down notes as you're listening to these. This is what these individuals have been doing over the last five years. Okay? And just so you know, the individuals that I'm talking about, they've spread their business and spread their revenue streams, meaning they have multiple of them. They vertically integrated. They source locally. They are in the t-shirts. They are in the sourcing of their products. They're into consumer packaging their products as well, into sauces, into frozen goods that go into grocery stores. They're also into selling their sauces directly to consumers. Okay, so they've created many, many, many different revenue streams based on what they learned from this show. This is real life. This is not just some entrepreneur show or entrepreneur on social media. It's not some thing that you listen to and get a glimmer of. These The individuals that come on here continue to tell their stories. They have very, very real life experience. But if you, if you don't listen to what they're saying, if you don't make note of it and you're not learning from all the individuals, the consumer packaged goods, to the entrepreneurs that run restaurants, to the individuals that are running food trucks, all these entrepreneurs have real experience, real tidbits like Sam that you can learn from to grow your business. Okay. You know, some of the best ones are some of our episodes from International. Okay. Third Wave Cafe. 
They'll be releasing some episodes after this one, even though I recorded them before this one. Greg is doing some really, really good stuff in the food world. His business is getting international recognition, and he's ready to franchise around the world. Okay? You know, Sam and I are just going to have to have a conversation with this dude because I'm sure he wants to pick Sam's brain. Okay? But Greg is someone who's learning. He's listening to this show. He wants... He, he calls it his mastermind, the show. Everyone that comes on here, he learns from, you know? And so it's important that, you know, Greg Rips from Third Wave Cafe, Melbourne, Australia, that the individuals that you guys are in here listening, listen to the show, take notes. Every little tidbit helps. There's more information in one episode than you can read in a book. Sam gave more information for you to grow from in this one episode than you will get in a library of business books. I am telling you that right now. Individuals, coaches, humans, mentors, they're going to grow you faster than you could ever grow. I'm not saying not to read. I'm not saying not to go to school. But what I am saying is pay attention to what's going on here. There's a reason we're in 140 plus countries. There's a reason we're growing so many downloads per day. Thousands. It's because the content is important. It's actually helping people. So, guys, keep giving reviews. Keep supporting it. We do it for free. It's spread out there for free. We don't do any advertising. We don't collect any dollars from that. All the money we get from doing this goes right back into producing it. So... That's it. It's a it's a break even endeavor for us to grow this as much as possible and uh, go around the world. So, thank you everyone for listening in. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you, Sam, big time. And if, you. if we uh, if you want to find us, you can find us on Instagram at Justin the Food Entrepreneurs. You can find me personally on Instagram at Justin Bizarro, and you can find this show and all the other shows we do on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. Thank you guys. I love you guys and we're out.